0: Shut up and sit down. Right then, let's hit up episode two. Episode two being Longhorn, distributed block storage for Kubernetes install and configure. So, you know, I've been playing with kubernetes on and off for a number of years now um doesn't seem like it's been a number of years but it certainly has been and without question the hardest thing that i have struggled with or the thing that i have struggled with the most is storage in kubernetes Um, it's just something that from my perspective i can't wrap my head around and it doesn't seem to be um what's the word um logical in a way coming from traditional storage worlds um, when you kind of abstract that a little bit its concepts are hard to grasp. So anything that makes that easier, I'm certainly going to be all up for, right? So and this also depends on where you're deploying your Kubernetes infrastructure to, your platforms and your instances. So if you're doing it on a public cloud or using a managed Kubernetes provider, then in the most part, you know, they're probably going to configure some sort of distributed storage for your Kubernetes clusters or some shared storage is what we're really talking about here. Um, it's not just as simple as uh, like the server world or the virtualization world where you uh, set up an nice RSCSI uh, LUN, you do some configuration and you attach that and then everything can see it and share it, um, or cluster shared volumes on Windows, any, any sort of shared storage, right? Um, Kubernetes seems to add an element of complication to that. And also, like most things in the cloud native world, there are a ton of options. So when I saw Longhorn, uh, now Longhorn, not the code name for Windows Vista, and actually funnily enough, as I say in the blog post, that's why I was actually attracted to Longhorn because for some reason that was my most favorite Windows code name. Now, you know, Vista was not a very good operating system, so I hope that Longhorn doesn't sort of repeat that. So that said, what is Longhorn? Longhorn is a lightweight, reliable, easy to use distributed block storage system for Kubernetes. Um, and I've kind of taken it on as a default for a lot of my installs and whether I'm deploying them um, Just vanilla based whether I'm using platform 9 to deploy a managed kubernetes cluster um, Like metal lb that I've used before for my load balancing. This has become my default uh, For storage because I, I just think it works really well It's like most things um, once you get the hang of it It's a pretty simple install, but the reality is that many non-cloud hosted kubernetes clusters, you know don't support persistent storage um, so, you need something that's easy to use and something that you can kind of install pretty quickly. This is what Longhorn does. Uh, it's got built in incremental snapshot and backup features, which is a positive. As of version 1.1.0, which was released early in the year in January, there's been uh, two subsequent releases since then. I think they're up to 1.1.2. Um, they do support CSI, so the container storage. Um, interface which is what we want because when we're looking to do meaningful backups and snapshotting when we're looking to use tools like Kasten for backup that's what you need also hence why I am using that because it works with Kasten um, IO which is obviously important for us at Veeam and Kasten together right so what does it do you know Longhorn again it's free open source it creates a dedicated storage controller for each volume and then synchronizes that um, across all the volumes, across all clusters in the node, okay? And that's the key part here. Um, it does leverage uh, iSCSI, so you have to install an iSCSI um, controller. So that's basically you know, how it does its thing. And you know it does um, leverage iSCSI, but you can back it by external storage systems as well if you want to. So it does work um, for NFS. Um, if you're doing S3, it can actually do that um, in the notes. I haven't tested that, but it, it can be do- done. It's got, a, like I said, interesting in-built backup and DR situations. So um, it's got, a, well, firstly, it's got a UI, and that's kind of a differentiator as well. So the UI is quite functional. Um, in fact, in the blog post, what I do is I go and actually deploy it um, using Kube control or kubectl. However, you guys want me to pronounce it, I'll do it either way. Um, basically, go from there. I install the iSCSI driver. I install um, Longhorn, get it deployed um, across the three-node cluster. The three-node cluster that you'll see in the in the demo on the blog post is a Platform 9 cluster that doesn't come with any uh, persistent storage configured. So you got to configure that. Once it's installed, I modify um, using cube control um, i do a edit on the longhorn system and edit the service to make it a load balance front end and from that point forward we can then access the dashboard as well and it's raining very heavy now so <laughs> always away when you're recording on. i bet you guys can hear that so let's just pause it for a little bit wait for the rain to pass and i'll be able to finish it off so once the service is edited and we've exposed it via the load balance, we can access the dashboard. The dashboard is quite functional, got a lot of good um, statistics on what's going on within the, within the actual cluster, within Longhorn itself. It lets you create volumes from there, take snapshots and backups as well. Um, but yeah, I found it to be pretty functional. So again, just to finish off here, Longhorn distributed block storage for Kubernetes. It's simple, it's open, it's free. Um it works and that's why I would choose it for any on premises lab environment or if you're looking to kick the tires with Kubernetes storage. So yeah, go check out the Longhorn.